the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Now drives into the paint, puts up a runner, got the bounce as she's fouled, count it, and put her on the line, Melissa Smith, with a chance at a three-point play. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. You know, we had multiple WNBA coaches at the Maryland game. And, you know, talking to them afterwards, the the message was consistent, like, man, we love her. Like, if she plays as hard at the defensive end as she does at the offensive end, like, that, that can be, you know, that's the difference. That can be the difference for her. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. And I think Melissa Smith, because of what she can do, you know, rebounding translates, getting out in transition and running and playing hard and having a real muscle motor. Um, those are all things that are going to translate. There'll be a little bit of a learning curve, of course, as there are for all players. Passes to Bickle, bounces to Melissa, backs her way into the right block, goes up strong, didn't leave that one short. She used the glass and got it to fall. 13 points for Melissa. Baylor back on top. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Big night ahead for Nalissa Smith out of Baylor and potentially uh, Queen Egbo, Jordan Lewis as well, hopefully so, as the WNBA draft comes up tonight. Welcome in. Glad you're with us on a Monday. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. Uh, yeah, I heard from uh, Nikki Collin in the open there. Uh, more from her coming up in just a moment. But, uh, Aaron, WNBA Draft, 6 p.m. tonight. It will be televised by ESPN. And uh, Nalissa Smith, uh, let's put it this way. I don't think we'll have to wait long. You don't have to, like, set aside the entire evening to hear Nalissa Smith's name called tonight. No, uh, she will, I'm, prob- I'm about 99.9% sure, be the second pick. There was a chance that she would have went first, uh, then Atlanta traded up, yeah, and uh, they apparently traded up to get uh, Ryan Howard from uh, Kentucky, but Nalissa should go second. Yeah, that's what it looks like. For yeah, sure. now I could that that could be wrong. They could have traded up to to get Nalissa Smith, yeah. you know. Yeah. But um, Atlanta will, will moved up from three to one. Right, you traded with Washington, the Washington Mystics. Mm-hmm. And uh, by all accounts, that's what it looks like. That's why they moved up is what it looks like to get Ryan Howard from uh, University of Kentucky. Then Indiana that has four first-round picks. Isn't that crazy? Four first-round picks has the number two pick. Yeah, that's uh, you, you. That's not – it doesn't happen every year, but it's not super uncommon for the mm-hmm. WNBA. I think last year Dallas had four right? in the first round. Wow. Yeah. Stockpile. Uh, yes, exactly. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a way to rebuild in a hurry. If the, yeah. Especially, you know, it's, it's a good uh, draft class. So uh, that'll be fun to watch this evening on ESPN. Uh, here is Nikki Collin, Baylor women's coach. And this was, uh, this is not recent really, but it's very applicable to tonight. This was Nikki Collin asked about Nalissa Smith and how her skill set translates to the WNBA. But if you look at the at the key players in that league and the teams that are the best, they they have versatile face up fours. Like Nalissa's growth in terms of her position versatility at the four, you know, her ability to take care of the basketball, to get into dribble handoffs and, and really make good decisions, to um, attack when she should attack, to take the fifteen foot pull up because she's good at it when it's there, um, to not be baited into shots, you know, at times and play to the next action that's all going to be part of her growth and maturation like like she's great I mean there's no question she's great um you know and and I think rebounding and defense are keys but you know there's there's still a lot of room for her to grow to get to where I know she absolutely wants to be 
And remember, that's Nikki Collin, first year at Baylor, but came to Baylor from the WNBA, was the coach in Atlanta. So uh, I think, Aaron, she knows of which she speaks there. She knows what she's talking about when she talks about a player's skills translating to the WNBA. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and so the draft is coming up this evening, 6 p.m. It's on ESPN. Uh, Nalissa Smith, we expect to hear her name called, uh, if not number one, probably number two. Yeah, that that seems to be the consensus that that she will be uh, one of the top two picks. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, uh, and it happens in the NFL all the time, you know, teams put out smoke screens. Yeah, but, uh, you, you really don't have to do that, though, with the top pick, yeah. you know, but yeah. you, you just never know. So we'll see. But I, I think she'll go second. And that's still pretty incredible. It is. So it's um, Atlanta with the first pick, Indiana with the second, the Washington Mystics with that trade moved down to number three. The GM and the head coach of the Washington Mystics is Mike Tebolt. He was part of that uh, conference call last week. Jerry Hill asked him the question. How has uh, Nalissa benefited by playing this one year under Nikki Collin? Um, yeah, that's a great question. I think, uh, you know, going into this season, um, you know, Nalissa was somebody that everybody in our league was aware of and knew. I mean, she had a terrific junior season. And, you know, with, with uh, most of these players, we've followed them since they first came into college. But I do think uh, in preparing for the pro game, uh, having somebody who uh, coached her, I mean, coaches at the pro level, uh, could give her a different perspective. I think she had a great coach in Kim Mulkey, but I think that sometimes um, as you approach uh, a new level of play, uh, learning more about the kinds of things that happen in the pro game at both ends of the floor uh, are beneficial to a player, and she certainly thrived in it this year. You know, more pick and roll game. Um, you know, playing multiple, you know, people defensively. I think all of that uh, helps the player to get a new perspective on what, you know, pro, pro coaches expect. And I think part of that, you know, in talking to Nikki throughout the year is that, you know, players have a lot of questions about, hey, coach, what's it like at the next level? And so going, being, being able to go into somebody's office and ask those questions because they've lived it uh, is, is, is a great uh, resource for a player. Mike Tebolt, that's uh, it's really a, a commendation to Nikki Collin and to Nalissa Smith, saying that was a real benefit, Nalissa playing under her this, uh, this past season. All right, we'll watch the WNBA draft tonight at 6 p.m. Uh, what else? Let's take a break here, and then when we come back, wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics. Uh, the Masters, uh, boy, that was fun to watch over the weekend, especially yesterday even though there was no drama, I mean, Scotty Scheffler, there was no drama at all going down the stretch to the point that he four-putted the 18th green and <laughs> didn't matter one bit. No, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he started the day with a three-stroke lead and just came out firing and it was never in question. Yeah, yeah. That's Be the way to win a tournament right there. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Have that cushion, build even more of a cushion, and just run roughshod. Uh, through the field. Now, Rory McIlroy had a great final round, but even that only made it a, a three-stroke difference at the end. But uh, we'll look at that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us on this Monday. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Let's get a check of weather and have more when we come back. Thanks for listening. You're tuned in to ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. The clouds thicken up tonight. The breezes still remain strong and lows drop to 69 degrees. It'll be mostly cloudy tomorrow with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. And some of these thunderstorms late tomorrow afternoon have the possibility of being strong to severe with large hail, damaging winds, and even isolated tornadoes will top out at 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Recently on the John Moore Show. Yeah, we were uh, hoping to get Bob Bowlesby on with us yesterday. Hoping to get him on today. Any I don't excuse? Think it's happen. Any excuse not to come on? To skip us? To <laughs> yeah. avoid us? <laughs> He's going to pretty great something extremes, minor like right? not being Big Twelve commissioner anymore, and he decides he doesn't <laughs> want to do the program. You Probably. think it went so far as him to say, "I'm not doing that interview. How can I get out of it? I know. I'll resign my job." <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You had a dream to open your own business, put in the long hours of development, gathering resources, and finally opening your doors to the public. Don't forget the marketing part of your business plan. Eminem Broadcasters have an experienced staff of marketing professionals who have helped countless businesses succeed in Central Texas, and they're ready to help you today. Call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930 or email to info at mmbwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Highland Park native Scotty Scheffler shot a 71 on Sunday and won the Masters by three shots. Dallas Mavericks Luka Doncic suffered a left calf strain in the team's regular season finale against the Spurs late in the third quarter. The Mavs beat the Spurs 130 to 120. Gary Brown, who spent seven seasons as the Cowboys running backs coach, has died after being treated for cancer. He was 52. Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins died early Saturday morning after he was struck by a dump truck while he was walking and Haskins was 24 years old. Rangers lose the opening series to the Blue Jays 2-1. Rangers have their opening day today with the Rockies and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor baseball got swept over the weekend by West Virginia and Baylor softball won the series over Kansas this past weekend. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. with us, John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon alongside Aaron Sexton. Hey, we're glad you're with us. Brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. On the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Hey, they uh, remind you to check out the 2022 Wagoneer Series 2 and Series 3. Have you seen these, Aaron? Have you noticed any Wagoneers either on the road or uh, in ads or anything? I haven't, but I don't drive a ton. So. Right, right. They are uh, they are nice. A Wagoneer is, um, let me cross-compare here to another brand, but about the size of a Tahoe. 
but it's a Jeep. It's a Jeep brand, the Wagoneer, and man, they are nice. And uh, some of these, I'm not sure if it's it's Series 2 or Series 3, but they've got a third row of seats, so plenty of room in there. Uh, you can check all this out at Allen Samuels and the 2.9% financing for 72 months plus a $3,000 bonus cash. First responders get a $500 extra savings. Shop this incredible vehicle that gives you performance, style, perfect for your family, and the reliability your family deserves. That is the all-new 2022 Wagoneer, available at Allen Samuel. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. But that is Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. All right, uh, we touched on the Masters uh, from yesterday, from the weekend. How much uh, did you uh, partake of the Masters coverage this weekend? Um, I watched... I watched... Uh... A good amount Saturday, mm-hmm. and then I watched near the end Sunday because I, gotcha. I was keeping up with it. And yeah. Well, since it was never really in doubt, you know, yeah. I did other things, and I was like, okay, he's at, you know, he's at seventeen, so yeah. I can start watching now. Watch the finish, exactly. Yeah. I, I to be honest, watched some in my office on Thursday, and um, uh, and then f- the finish on Sunday, or the the final few holes on Sunday. And it's just, once I sit down, man, I am just hooked. And it's so fun to watch. It's so beautiful. CBS does such a masterful job with the coverage. And it was fun to watch. And even though there was no drama uh, going down the stretch, uh, it was fun to see a a Highland Park High School grad, University of Texas grad, Scotty Scheffler, win uh, his first green jacket yesterday. That guy is on some kind of hot streak. It's his fourth tournament title in 57 days and now a a major to go along with it yeah he's been he's just been incredible yeah <laughs> he really has yeah fun to uh hear uh uncle Vern on there uh Vern Lundquist pretty much retired but uh he's gonna do the masters as long as he can and uncle Vern was on the 16th hole and when Scheffler came through there yesterday Vern was unloading all his Texas uh, uh, information on Scheffler. <laughs> I mean, he was going back to Ben Hogan right. and uh, I mentioned Highland Park High School and the University of Texas. I mean, he was he was unloading the bag with Texas uh, mentions there. And I heard a uh, they were talking. God, where did I hear it? Anyway, they were talking about Highland Park mm-hmm. in the last year. Highland oh, yeah. Park alumni with Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford Super won the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, Scott Scheffler won the Masters, yeah, and then um, Clayton Kershaw won the World Series two, you know, the year before last, the year before, with right? The Dodgers, right? So How about that, pretty good run. <laughs> that's pretty good for one high school to produce guys like yeah. that, yep, in three different sports. So fun to watch Masters uh, complete. Tiger, I know a lot of folks tuned in for him, and uh, he finished all four rounds. I think that's a win for him. I think he would probably say that also. He's uh, committed to play in the U.S. Open now. Yeah, just to make the cut. It's it's mm-hmm. incredible the for him to already be back and out on the golf course. And you can tell it's he's still physically affected by the wreck, yeah. obviously. I mean, it was only, what, 10 months ago, and yeah. it was – I don't want to overstate it, but, I mean, he was really, really badly hurt. Yeah. You know, I mean – to severe, the point they were sure injuries. Yeah, absolutely. They didn't they 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 didn't know that he would uh, there was thought that he would never play golf again, you know. And then 10 months later he's playing in the Masters and making the cut. So it's it's a pretty incredible story. I think I think he would say, yeah, that was uh that was a win even though he finished 78-78 the last two rounds. He did make the cut and finished all four rounds. So uh that's the Masters from this year. Uh, also from the weekend, Baylor softball won two of three. You heard that in Ward Sports Center uh, at Kansas. Uh, they are home tomorrow night hosting Texas State at Gatterman Stadium. Baylor baseball, man, tough. Dropped three games, all three at West Virginia. Had a really good chance to win, especially on Friday evening. Uh, and then lost with West Virginia coming from behind to win that one on a walk-off walk. Um, so Baylor baseball dropped all three. They will be in action coming up tomorrow at Texas State. So softball hosting Texas State tomorrow, baseball playing at Texas State tomorrow, both at 6.30, then baseball hosting who Kansas this weekend. Yes, right? I believe that I think that's is right. correct. Yeah. Kansas this weekend at, uh, at Baylor Ballpark. And remember, that's a series that begins on Thursday 
to finish before Easter Sunday. So Thursday at 6.30, Friday at 6.30, Saturday at noon for Baylor KU baseball this weekend. Uh, tennis, we talked a lot of tennis uh, the end of last week. And despite those windy conditions, and you know how windy it was out there, uh, men's tennis uh, won both their matches, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. Oklahoma 6-1 yesterday on senior day. Great win there. And the women won uh, over Kansas State and Kansas on Friday and Sunday. Uh, playing outdoors under those conditions, they overcame all that to win a couple of big, for each, a couple of big uh, Big 12 wins. Men, um, the women now host Texas, close the regular season on Friday. The men head to Lubbock to play Texas Tech on Friday. Uh, acrobatics and tumbling won last night in Eugene, Oregon, over the Oregon Ducks. So they closed the regular season 8-0. and They've won 13 matches in a row going back to last year, and that ends the regular season. Next up, it is the NCATA National Championships. It's back to Oregon for that in a couple of weeks, and uh, the University of Oregon hosting there. Uh, and Baylor will be the number one seed and the six-time defending national champs. So there you go from the weekend to wrap that up. Uh, congratulations to uh, Tim Jackson, former Baylor baseball player, and Mike Sims, longtime trainer at Baylor, now at Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Both those guys were inducted into the Cedar Hill High School Hall of Fame over the weekend. Isn't that Very a great nice. deal? That is a, that's a great honor. It's a really neat deal, yeah. Really happy for both of them. Very, very deserving and uh, a great honor for both of those guys. Congratulations to Tim and to Mike. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by another Mike, Mike Taylor, Baylor baseball assistant coach. He'll join us. We'll talk about that West Virginia series. Look ahead for this team. We'll hear uh, from Mike Taylor when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, independently owned, has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. Saw Eric Shero and uh, Ricky Thompson at the Baylor football scrimmage on Saturday from Alliance Bank. We're also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers. DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Baylor Baseball, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to San Marcos Tuesday to take on Texas State. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor-Texas State Baseball Tuesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 80. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. 
Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Highland Park native Scotty Scheffler shot a 71 on Sunday and won the Masters by three shots. Dallas Mavericks' Luka Doncic suffered a left calf strain in the team's regular season finale against the Spurs late in the third quarter. The Mavs beat the Spurs 130-120. to Gary Brown, who spent seven seasons as the Cowboys running backs coach, has died after being treated for cancer. He was 52. Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins died early Saturday morning after he was struck by a dunk truck while he was walking and Haskins was 24 years old. Rangers lose the opening series to the Blue Jays 2-1. Rangers have their opening day today with the Rockies and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor baseball got swept over the weekend by West Virginia and Baylor softball won the series over Kansas this past weekend. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. Here's JMO with assistant coach Mike Taylor. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday. Pleased to be joined by Baylor baseball assistant coach Mike Taylor. And uh, Mike, thanks for your time this afternoon. Uh, not an easy trip to West Virginia and back. Uh, how was the travel for you guys? Uh, it was it was a tough travel day uh, yesterday and and this morning. Um, we had to go to Pittsburgh and get back to the airport at about three thirty in the morning Ugh. and fly out at six and then course bus back here from Dallas so I'm not sure what day it is I don't know the date um, <laughs> I just know I'm sitting out at Baylor ballpark right now in the sun um, I'm gonna soak up as much as I can because I'm not sure it got over 41 42 degrees out in Morgantown all weekend yeah all the shots that I saw uh, video highlights anybody rounding third or at third base uh, you were bundled up pretty good there at third base and and you saw a little bit of everything weather wise this weekend didn't you we did even even yesterday when it was sunny it it seemed colder yeah yesterday I don't know if there was more of a breeze or what but we played Saturday it was uh I don't really know the difference between hell and freezing rain or sleet, but it was doing it. The field was turning white and looked like dipping dots all over. Oh man, all over the field. But I'll say this: I, the the weather did not affect the play for either team. Um, the the games were fairly clean, other than uh, inability to to throw strikes at, at times, and both teams went through that. But um, you know, it was cold, uh, but you know the players playing. That once adrenaline kicks in, they're they're fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, nice to be home. Glad you guys are back here. And uh, Texas State uh, on the road. Got to hit the road again to play at Texas State tomorrow. Um, let's talk about the series. Uh, you guys, man, your team, the team battles. You know, Baylor really battles. They never throw in the towel. To me, they're never out of the game, and uh, and it's tough. You're just not getting the results right now that you'd hope for. We're not. Um, you know, I, I wish we didn't have to play uphill at times. Uh, you know, there, there's times we've had many opportunities to score runs and left them on the table. Friday night, we load the bases early in the game with no outs and don't score or get a strikeout and a, a double play. Yep. And uh, – we take the lead in that game and, and just don't hold on to it. Um, you know, yesterday we go down six to nothing in the second inning and in the fifth inning, it's a six, five ball game. And Pineda hit a line drive right over the bag that landed maybe three, four inches foul mm. that if that hits the line two run score there, but instead they get out of it and they still get back to the dugout still up six to five. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just you got to create your breaks, and um, you know, same thing happened at DBU last week. We go down big, uh, seven to nothing, and and end up battling back, and I think we might even have tied it, or 
you know, maybe it was 7-6 and late in the game and, and just couldn't hold on to the lead or uh, couldn't hold on to the one-run deficit, uh, end up losing that one. It was a tough week, but you know what? Texas State doesn't care. They're, they're ranked. They're playing really well. We need to take care of business uh, with Kansas coming in here Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, it'll be good to get back in Baylor ballpark in some 80-degree temperatures. Yeah, that'll be nice. And it is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series to finish ahead of Easter Sunday, which is a good move. Uh, Mike Taylor is with us, Baylor baseball assistant coach. Mike, the, the, the bats are, are coming around, uh, and how do you feel about that? I mean, it just seems like as a team, you guys are, are very productive. You know, obviously not enough to, to get over the hump and, and get a win up at West Virginia, but how do you feel about uh, the way the guys are swinging the bats right now? I think we're swinging the bats okay, J-Mo, but we're still leaving a lot of runners uh, out on base, leaving a lot of opportunities out there. And, and sometimes it's not even a matter of getting a hit. It's just executing the offense and, and moving the ball, a runner on third and one out, hitting the ground ball to second base to – to get the run in. You can't afford a strikeout in that situation or a, a uh, shallow pop-up that's not going to get the run in. Um, you've got to execute your offense. Tell me about the play. It was an odd play. Um, looked like a sack fly for West Virginia. Was that Friday or Saturday? Uh, and then on review, it was uh, ruled that the guy was out at the plate. How, how did uh, how did you see that play? He missed home plate, and that's the credit to a couple guys on our bench. Uh, we usually assign people to watch bases, and uh, fortunately, they were watching. And immediately when he crossed home plate, went to the dugout. They they alerted Coach Rod that he stepped completely over home plate and never touched it. And uh, that was just heads up by a couple guys on our bench. I mean, there's a lot going on in that situation you got the sack fly and you got other runners on that are moving up so you're following the fly to the ball to the other bases and uh but luckily the guys carried out their assignments and uh the umpire was right on top of it and he called him out they still wanted to review it and uh went in and he clearly stepped over home plate i don't know how you do that but yeah. he did it <laughs> Yeah, that is strange, isn't it? I mean, the guy coming home, uh, that would be, to me, highly unusual to completely miss home plate. Well, especially on the ball, I think it was a deep fly ball almost to the track and right center. There's there's no play. And uh, he just stepped completely over the plate. Wow. And, uh, worked out. You know, we, we were in a first and third uh I think one out situation in the first inning, it was kind of a misty rain coming down and they had a chance to, to put a couple on the board early and uh, get up, get off on the right foot. And all of a sudden we get out of it with that. I think we, we gave up one run maybe in the inning, but it could have been a uh, two or three run inning easily. Yeah. Mike Taylor, our guest, Baylor baseball assistant coach back from West Virginia. We mentioned at uh, Texas state tomorrow night, Back home, uh, practice day or an off day Wednesday, and then play Thursday, Friday, Saturday against Kansas. Uh, how different is that? This schedule this week. You know, we've we're we're used to it. We've been doing this with uh, Easter Sunday for for years now, um, giving the guys bumping the series up. Now your pitchers got to come back and and go on a short rest. Uh, I don't think that really should affect anyone there, but. You know, it's good to have Easter off uh, where you're not, especially when you're not in an airport traveling or something. You get to go home and spend time with your family. But, uh, it, you know, these kids, <laughs> they're fine. They're fine. Uh, even with the long travel last night, I'm sure they were able to get home and get a little bit of rest. And we're going to come out here and take some BP and kind of get the uh, the uh, trip out of our legs a little bit and get ready to go to San Marcos tomorrow. Very good. And as you said, playing a really good uh, Texas State team, top 25 team. Yeah, Coach Trotz, he, he's got an older team. Uh, it's kind of a COVID team. He's got a lot of uh, fifth-year seniors in his lineup, guys that normally wouldn't be there. They would have already exhausted their eligibility. So he's got a lot of guys uh, with that COVID year in his lineup. So 
you know, all of a sudden when you have six or seven 23-year-olds out on the field, uh, it makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely does. You know, the old term you, you coaches used to use was uh, dealing with 18 to 22-year-olds. Now now the term needs to be 18 to 24-year-olds <laughs> with what you're going with through. That, that, that COVID year, I can't even – I've got to look at the rosters to uh, see if what year a guy is. Right. Is <laughs> Red shirt freshman, is he a COVID senior? Uh, you, you don't even really know how long guys have been at some places now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for your time and uh, appreciate it. Uh, stay warm up a little bit and hope you uh, get that frostbite out of your system. And uh, good luck this week. We appreciate it. Always appreciate you, JMO. Thank you, Coach. That is Mike Taylor, Baylor baseball assistant coach. Appreciate him being on with us on a Monday long travel trip back for uh for Baylor baseball uh from that trip to Morgantown and uh appreciate him doing that with us here's a look at the uh, National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association poll just out for the week Tennessee remains number one it's Tennessee Oregon State two Miami three Arkansas four Texas Tech five Texas six Oklahoma State seven so three Big 12 schools in the top seven. Tech five, Texas six, Oklahoma State seven. Uh, Virginia is eight, Notre Dame is nine, and Georgia is ten. On down from there, mm, Dallas Baptist, Baylor just played them. They are at number 19. We talked about Texas State. They're number 24. TCU is in at number 26. This is the top 30 poll. So uh, TCU in the top 30 at number 26 as well. So um, that's a look at the latest poll. That is the National NCBWA, National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association, top 25 poll. Baylor plays at Texas State tomorrow night, 6.30, the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas, then home hosting Kansas, a three-game Big 12 series that begins on Thursday, Thursday at 6.30, Friday at 6.30, and Saturday at noon for the Bears and the Jayhawks this week. All right, let's take a break. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Things are quiet at the Baylor Club today, a day of uh, rest and recuperation. They'll be back at it with breakfast tomorrow morning, breakfast, lunch, dinner. That club table is back at the Baylor Club and leading right up to all the Easter weekend activities at the Baylor Club. That includes uh, the Easter Sunday brunch. Uh, their brunch is spectacular. Their Sunday brunches are uh, uh, a tradition unlike any other, but you add in an Easter Sunday brunch, oh, man, that is something not to be missed. Make your reservations now. I think there's still some spots available. I'll, I'll double-check with Mike Mosel, but uh, you don't want to delay if you want to get a spot at the Easter Sunday brunch this Sunday at the Baylor Club 10 a.m. To, uh, to, I think, 1.30 p.m. for the brunch on Sunday. So make your reservations now. They also have the Easter to-go packages available. That is, they do all the work. They cook uh, the entire meal. You stop by, you pick it up, take it home, put it in the oven, and voila, you've got your Easter Sunday meal right there, thanks to the Baylor Club. Check it all out on the web, thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. Or you can always give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When's the last time you had squirrel? It's been a few years, but it hadn't been that long. <laughs> I grew up eating squirrel. Should I recommend that to the GM over here? Have <laughs> put that on the buffet? I don't think you want to tell people. I don't think you, I don't think you just put it up there and say, call it chicken or something. Oh, my gosh, that's scary. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental. They make work easier. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. 
It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Tom Ward and Garrett, weekdays 7 and 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Businesses that don't advertise are like fishermen who randomly drop a hook in the river, hoping for a fish to pass by. Eminem Broadcasters is the lure to bring the customers to you. Seven different radio stations, each reaching a unique audience of potential customers. Your customers. Advertise today. Email to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Hi, can I take your order? 300 double cheeseburger meals, please. You know, maybe instead of going to the drive-thru to feed the entire construction crew every day, you should just order through Easy Cater. Food arrives on time and as ordered. Oh, yeah? Also, you'll stop taking out our drive-thru speaker with your backhoe. What? Look out for that. Oh, sorry. Okay. Some food just doesn't work at work, but Easy Cater just does. Food for work on time and as ordered from over 82,000 restaurants. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. Okay, that was me. Sorry. with this final segment john morris show on this monday afternoon hey we should have mentioned this right off the top texas rangers uh, playing their home opener for the year uh right now at uh globe life field in arlington the roof is open at globe life and the broadcast is on fox sports central texas right now bally sports on tv so we just switched it over there they are uh, in the top of the second inning playing colorado rockies have a one nothing lead on the rangers not a bad opening weekend, Aaron, for the Rangers. Uh, they, they put some runs up. They put some hits together this weekend. They did. It was tough to lose that first game, the uh, the season opener, when you get a seven-run lead. But um, if their pitching gets better, big if, but if their pitching gets better, we know that they can hit the ball. Yeah, that's true. That, uh, adding the new guys, uh, you know, there were just so many holes in the lineup last year. They filled those holes, so – I mean, they're going to put runs on the board. They just got to get be able to get people out. Anything catch your eye from the uh, opening weekend of Major League Baseball? Uh, Simeon and Seager, yeah, or as advertised, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why they had to pay so much for them, but hmm. because they're <laughs> great hitters and and great all around players. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be fun watching them the, the the next few years, especially as the rotator as the rotation gets better. Hopefully, Al Leiter uh, will be. Al Leiter's his dad, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, yes. <laughs> that's how old I am. Yeah, <laughs> I was going right along with you. Is yeah. it Kevin? No, um, dang, I have to look it up. Yeah. I, I don't know why I have his – well, I do know why, because I watched him pitch for the, <laughs> right. the Tigers against the Rangers many times. Right, right. Um, but Jack, Jack Leiter. Jack, that's it. Uh, yeah. But hopefully Jack Leiter will be up, and then they have another top pitching prospect whose name escapes me that they think will be up probably and starting in the rotation next year. Um, and then, you know, they are still talking about maybe spending money and signing a free agent. You know, if you can sign one top free agent pitcher to go along with those two and, and the arms you already have, then yeah. 
and the offense that they have, then you're talking something, you know, which is great considering I didn't think they'd spend any money and I thought that we would be like uh, Cleveland fans or Baltimore fans where the owners refuse to spend money. They're just cashing checks, making millions, even though they're losing 100 games. Um, But no, give credit to Rangers ownership. They spent a half a billion dollars to make this team better and they're not done yet, you know, and they've got a chance to compete. Probably not this year. But they will be competitive this year, at least, which they weren't last year. Which is a tremendous step forward. It's a big upgrade, yeah. yeah. And don't you think other other uh, start to say schools, but other franchises like Cleveland, uh, like Baltimore, do they look at the Rangers and their fans say, "Man, we need to be like the Rangers." <laughs> they have to because those aren't small markets. You know, yeah. Oakland's in near the bottom too, and they've always been like that. But they put out a competitive team, you know, because they do such a good job of drafting and scouting. And 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 kind of and I don't want to say scraps, but finding players that are kind of overlooked, you know, even in veterans that are kind of overlooked that can contribute in a positive way to their team. But yeah, like Baltimore and Cleveland, Cleveland stand out because those are not small markets, but they're not spending any money. I'll have to. Matter of fact, I'll. You'll give me just a second. Yeah, that list. Yes. Rangers at the top of the list, $580 million is what they spent during the offseason. The Oakland A's at the bottom spent zero. Zero, yeah. Yeah. The the top five in free agent spending were the Rangers, and the Rangers spent almost twice as much as the Dodgers or the Mets, who were second (laughs) and third. They spent $580 million. Uh, Actually, they spent more than twice as much. Uh, the Dodgers spent $266 million. Wow. Of course, they already had a large payroll. The, the Rangers did not. They had a bottom 10 payroll. Uh, the Mets were third at about $250 million. Then the Tigers and the Phillies, both over $200 million. The bottom five, Milwaukee spent $12.9 million. Mm-hmm. Baltimore spent seven point nine. Cincinnati, I forgot about them, five point five. Cleveland, 900000 And then the Athletics spent zero dollars. And those all five of those teams are going to make millions of dollars this year just on the revenue sharing. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they only get a couple of thousand people there for every home game. They're still going to make their billionaire owners money. And and as long as you can still do that, teams are going to do that. You know. What do you get the end? Not the Indians. The Guardians. What do they get with nine hundred thousand dollars? I mean, seriously, what do you get for that? Yeah, it probably. Uh, 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 an older relief pitcher or, you know, maybe a, some probably some pitcher coming off of a major injury, yeah. you know, that they. But that, I mean, these days, that's nothing. No. It's $900,000, no. but that's nothing. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's not even, that's, I think the minimum is what, 560? Is it? Uh, and um, so it's not even double the minimum salary in, wow. in Major League Baseball. I would be. Well, I just wouldn't watch or care if I was in those markets. Yeah. You know, but that's the bad thing. That doesn't hurt them because they're still going to make money. That's true. In Major League Baseball, it's set up to where you can do that. And it's a shame. It's a shame for those fan bases because Cleveland's got great fans. Baltimore's got great fans. All those places do. um, And they have to watch a terrible product this year and probably for the next few years. Mm. And the Reds uh, just had a fire sale, man. They just got rid of everybody. I watched a little bit. I guess it was Friday night. I think it was Friday night, their season opener, uh, the Braves. They split with the Braves over the weekend. But, man, I was thinking, who are these guys? And, uh, you know, I try to follow them, but I don't follow them that close to know all the comings and goings with the roster. But they just completely, you know, kind of detonated their lineup from last year. Right. And I'm not making excuses for Oakland. They could absolutely spend more money than they do mm-hmm. and still make a profit. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're still trying to maximize profits too, I, but you have to give them some credit for at least for still putting out a competitive team, yeah. which most, most of the, most of the uh, teams that don't spend any money aren't. And they, they are usually, you know, they'll have some down years, but like last year, you know, they were, did they? If they didn't make the playoffs, they barely missed it. I can't Who's remember. That? Oakland, Oakland, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll have to look it up. They but may have. Made I, the I, playoffs. I think they did. Yeah. I think they made the, the the one one game wild yeah. card play yeah. in, um, and that's pretty impressive with their payroll. Like I said, not making excuses, but at least they're putting out a competitive product. Did you see any of the uh, alternate Sunday night broadcasts last night? Michael K and uh, Alex Rodriguez. 
a ride. They I did it. not. I didn't. I didn't I watch didn't, any of the game. I didn't watch it last night, but I saw some clips from it either later or this morning. And uh, I, I think what they're trying to do, they're trying to reinvent the Manning cast for baseball with uh, with Michael Kay and with Alex Rodriguez. And I got to tell you, the clips that I saw, it looked pretty good. It looked sort of entertaining. You know, they're just talking around the game, and they've got guests that zoom in with them. And uh, it's up to those two guys, really, their personality to carry it. But uh, I may give that a shot, you know, next week. I think it'll be on every Sunday evening as uh, as an alternative to the ESPN Sunday night broadcast. Yeah, you know, I know a lot of people don't like A-Rod. I'm, I'm not in either camp, you know. I right. really kind of don't care, you know. I mean, I don't right. dislike him. I think he was a great player. He obviously used PEDs, but so did almost everyone in that era, um, even if they didn't get caught. And I've seen him be funny. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. he's got yeah. a he's got a decent personality. So that may be something I may watch and see if it's any good. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, let's share some birthdays with you today, and we'll get out of here. And Matt Mosley is coming in top of the hour. It is Tracy Taft's birthday today. Happy birthday, young Tracy Taft. Uh, one of uh, the middle of the three daughters of uh, Coach Grant and Donnell Taft. Happy birthday to Tracy. Uh, who else we got here? Um, it's Chris Scheidemann's birthday. Happy birthday to, uh, to Chris with us uh, in Baylor Athletics. Happy birthday to him. Ted Madden's birthday up in the uh, Metroplex. Metroplex. Uh, looking, looking. Carrie Hancock's birthday today. Uh, great Baylor family there. Happy birthday to Carrie. Mm, Dan Hare's birthday is today. Was with the Baylor Law School. I'm not sure if he still is or not. Um, I don't think he is, but happy birthday to Dan Hare. Uh, and from yesterday, going back to yesterday, it was Donald Citrano's birthday, Ron Thulin's birthday, um, Boog Shambi's birthday was yesterday as well, John Singletary, Frank Detta's birthday going back to Saturday. So a great group over the weekend. Uh, Aaron, anybody to add to the birthday list today? Oh, wait, wait. One more from Saturday? Sure, sure. Ward White's. Ward's birthday was Saturday. Happy birthday, Ward. Yeah. So, Ward, a couple of days late, but happy birthday to you. Um, Nothing really today from over over the weekend. Um, There was a couple, I thought. Oh, yeah, here we go. Steven Seagal turned okay. 70 yesterday. All right. Wow. No way you can skip. See, have you seen him lately? No, I don't think so. He's, it's pr- it's pretty sad. Really? One, he's, and he's, he's spoken out against it since the, 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 the invasion of Ukraine, but uh-huh. he was very, very friendly with Vladimir Putin, mm. and he's making very low-budget action movies. And his fight scenes are basically him just standing around and doing his moves while people come at him. You know what I mean? There's not really? a lot. Of, there's not a lot of. Uh, there's not a lot of uh, complicated maneuvers on his part I have anymore. Not seen that. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad, and the and the acting has gotten worse. And not just his, but uh, the co-stars. You oh, know, gosh. as the budgets have went down. Yeah. But back in the day, he had some great ones, including Under Siege, which is yeah. a fantastic movie. Yeah. Uh, so uh, happy birthday to Steven Seagal yesterday. All right, very good, good. All right, happy birthday uh, to those folks. If we missed you, I do apologize. Hey, we appreciate you being with us today. Thanks to Coach Mike Taylor, who was on with us. Aaron, uh, Matt Mosley coming in to join you next. What do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 today? We will have Masters Talk um, to talk about Scott Scheffler, obviously uh, winning the Masters, and we'll talk about Tiger and and his, his performance over the weekend. We will... Also hear audio from Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda from uh, over the weekend and from uh, brand new Bear and uh, Tulsa transfer Jackson Player who also uh, met with the media over the weekend. So we'll be talking Baylor football, plus we'll talk uh, Baylor baseball. Texas Rangers will keep you updated, obviously, because it's opening day and we'll talk about their first series over the weekend and much, much more. Very good. All right, one nothing. Rockies lead, bottom of the first inning. Again, the broadcast over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Aaron, appreciate it, and thanks to Coach Mike Taylor, who was on with us. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next here on ESPN Central Texas. As a reminder, to ask a question, press star 1 on your telephone. 